Hey, hello. Welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. Listen, are you tired of waiting? I've got something for you. Hello, my name is Mindy Lawhorn. I'll be your host for today's very short but very impactful episode. So I am a widow. I lost my husband almost three years ago, and he was very, very special. No one likes to lose anyone. But when I say we were connected, we were connected. And I know everyone probably feels that way about their husband, but I'm allowed to share with you just how special he was. He was unique, funny, such such my cup of tea in all the ways and and how he acted and his humor and his love for Jesus, his love for family, how he looked, his smart aleck attitude that I wanted to smack him around, but that I absolutely loved it. We were in line with so, so many things and I miss him all the time. God took him and I know that God has a purpose in that, but I need to be honest with you about something. As I walk through all of these seasons of widowhood, I want to share, because I know I'm not the only one. When you're a widow, you feel like an island. You feel that no one understands you. No one gets it. Everyone, and by the way, I don't know this to be true, but it seems as if everyone thinks you're like, all right, already, get over it. Or you're so extra. Why are you still emotional about this? And if you've ever lost, you know that it doesn't work like that. But I want to move forward. I want to engage. I want to be excited about life again. I want to have fun again. And and by the way, God is allowing me fun here and there. But each morning I wake up and feel like something's missing. Obviously, my husband's missing. Logically, I know what happened. Logically, I know he's not in pain anymore. He doesn't have cancer anymore. Logically, I know there is no better place for him than being with Jesus. I know that logically, but you guys, the logical brain and then our emotional, practical kind of side of the brain, it's, they're, they're like almost in a fight with one another. One of my dear friends, Dr. Michaela, she's just absolutely brilliant. She's a licensed psychotherapist, specializes in EMDR. She's in California. She sees all these kinds of people. And every once in a while, when we're not like being, you know, kind of girlfriends and laughing and talking about, you know, random things, she will drop such truth bombs and, and, and and what she's explained to me, you know, about the logical side of the brain and how we know this to be true, but that doesn't affect how we feel. It doesn't affect how we go through the day and it doesn't affect waking up every morning feeling like something's missing. So this is a pretty transparent episode. If, if you, people always say, oh my gosh, you're so real. You guys, how, how do I, how am I, how, how can you be fake? Like, I don't understand that. Like, it takes so much work and energy to pretend. I mean, the only thing I'm pretending with is the length of my nails and my lashes. You know what I mean? And maybe the true bronze tone of my skin. I mean, you know, hello. But I think that that's what God wants us to do is be real with one another. And not be, like, icky sharing too much, but sharing enough so that my other widows, my other friends, even my other widowers, can can unite and realize, first of all, you're not alone. Number two, I think it's only natural that we have feelings that like I'm going to share with you today and the things I'm going to share with you that God showed me just this very morning through a children's book of all things 
I think that needs to happen more because so many things are talked about and then so many things are not. Like, like people don't talk about death, but it's the most inevitable thing that will ever happen to us. We don't talk about what it's like going to bed every night so sad and lonely. And even though I have so much hope in Jesus and my hope will never be gone in him, it's always going to be in him. But practically, I miss having a hand to hold. Practically, I miss my husband. Practically, I miss being a wife. I'm a wife. I'm a mother and a wife. And then all the rest comes after that. And when that gets taken from you, and it's not that we chose to separate. It's not that we chose a divorce. It's not that he did something terrible or I did something terrible. And, you know, it's that we were still in love and I am still in love with him. And that is really hard to, you know, that bullet to bite every day or, or, or whatever the best analogy for that is. And I woke up this morning once again, you know, feeling these feelings. And I can't imagine that I'm the only one. And that is really my purpose in sharing is to give us a way to connect, but also to know that there's hope. And I know there's hope, but dang, I miss it. Let me read something to you. Each morning we go to school. And even though you can tell my boys are like, oh, I don't want to read. Um, I bought this book years ago and it's a devotional for kids and it's by Sarah Young and it's called Jesus Today. All right. They're just small, um, short little devotionals and like we have music and then like I stopped the music and I'm like, okay, will you please read? Andrew, who is now 20 years old, did this when Garrett could read, he would read it. And of course it would take him like 10 minutes to read it you know, when he was first reading. Well, now he's in the ninth grade and he reads it and you can tell like when he reaches, when I say, Hey, will you read please? He'll go, ah, you know, and I just sit there and he grabs the book and, you know, listen, ninth grade attitude, <laughs> let's do a call on that give me a break. But it's so interesting to me, each time he reads this, whatever the day is, whatever he reads, God means it for me. And I know he shares something with Garrett through it too, but I, I do this because I want to grow my boys and I want them every day to have Jesus in the morning. And I want them every day to know that Jesus is their hope and that it will never leave them for sake them or, you know, Jesus needs to be their best friend, regardless of the ups and downs and all the things we've already been through and what they'll go through in the future. But God always, always gives me something when I go seek his word. And I want to learn more about his character, but he always in turn gives me something for that day. Listen to today's reading titled While You Wait. Please remember everything I already told you, right? Waking up this morning, lonely, sad, something's missing. How do I keep going? You know, okay, all that stuff. While you wait, keep me in your thoughts focused on me. I'm with you. And I'm taking care of you. When you're hurting, it may not seem like I'm taking care of you, but I am. It's just that sometimes I ask you to wait. And remember, there are different ways to wait. And some are much better than others. My kind of waiting means you're always trusting and hoping in me. Even when you don't understand. Even when things aren't going like you like. Thank me for the times that you need me. They bring us closer together. Trust that I know what I'm doing, that I can bring good out of every trouble you face. Don't stop hoping, no matter what you've already been through. Believe that I am Lord, and I'm the Lord of your future, and that I have good things planned for you. My plans will give you hope and a good future. Then the second page always gives you scriptural reference. Always, always. And by the way, you guys, no matter what you read, always 
look for a scripture reference in it. We always, always want it to flow out of God's word. Lamentations 3.25. The Lord is good to those who put their hope in him. He is good to those who look to him for help. Romans 8.28. For we know that everything God works for the good of those who love him. They are the people of God because that is his plan. I say this because I know that I have the plans for you, says the Lord. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. Jeremiah 29, 11. So this is what God does for me all the time. And, and, and yet I know I'm an emotional creature. I think we all are. And I don't mean the kind of emotional that you like, oh my gosh, give me a break. What's happening today? Just being a woman and a wife and a widow and a sister who's lost her sister and all of the things, you know, I think we are emotional because our hearts hurt. And when we're hurting, we are supposed to go to him. We are supposed to allow our worries and concerns to remind us to go to him, allowing that to be a reminder. I hope that today is helpful for you. I highly suggest getting that book. Read it yourself. You don't even have to have kids. Your kids can be grown. Every day, it is just this simple reading that I am always amazed. And why I'm amazed, I don't know. Because God always meets us where we are, and especially when we seek him. But you guys, if you two are waiting, and you're waiting on the thing, please wait in him. Hope in him and know that anything he has for us is far better than anything we can make, anything we can just push into being. And I pray that you will wait on him as I pray I will wait on him as well. Let me pray for you. Jesus, God, I love you. I just come to you, Lord. Just Your word is so disarming. I'm sad, Jesus. I miss Lee. I miss being a full family. And I know a family can be a mother with Children, I know that, Lord, and that's who the family is now. But you know my heart. I know what you've put in my heart to be and who I feel like I am the best version of me when all these boxes are checked, so to speak. Lord, I just pray in your time that you would reveal that if that is your will. And if it's not, God, take it away. Take away that desire. Take away that need. Take away that pain. Lord, I lift up all of my friends not only that have lost, but those that are going through a hard time. I lift up everyone that listens to this podcast and their friends and their family members. Lord, I pray that they would share this with someone. I just want, Lord God, to help others, but make it be for your glory and their good. Through all of this, Lord, I feel like there's no purpose unless that happens. I lift just all these people up to you, Jesus. I thank you. We can come to you miles and miles away and and even days and months and years after this has been recorded. Lord, I love you. I know I'm in the messy middle of all of this, but regardless of what's happening in this earthly world and situation in life, you remain constant. Thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I love you. I trust you. You are the only God. You are the all in all, and I praise your holy name. It's in your name I pray. Amen. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love it that you're here. I love it, love it, love it. Will you please do me a favor and just go to wherever it is you listen to your podcast? Will you just leave a review? I would love it if you leave a five-star review, you guys. And the reason for all that is that uh, gets us seen by more people. It gets us heard by more people. And please share this as well. But I just want to do what God wants. And I want this somehow to reach others on, on that day that they need it, at the level that they need it. And I just... Most of all, I want people to know that accepting Jesus has nothing to do with our knowledge of the Bible or history. It has to do with our heart and, and, and just our reaching out to him, our belief in him, which doesn't have to look like our parents, doesn't have to look like we saw it in church. It just has to be a re real relationship. It is not a religion. It is a real relationship. And that takes away all those silly rules that we have in our mind or that someone else maybe has told us. I say all that out of love and I hope that you will continue to follow and subscribe. I love it that you're here. Bye.